the hardest level of leadership is the self-leadership level. So when we talk about leadership, the thing about leadership is it's one of the scarcest resources in existence, you know, because if everybody was a leader, then things would probably be going in a good direction. Or maybe because there's so many leaders, not true leaders, but people that have leadership titles, things are going in the direction that people don't want them to go. So when I say leadership is the scarcest resource in existence, I'm talking about true leadership, true servant leadership, where people are actually looking to help the people, the followers, their people of interest, the people that are looking out for them. That's the type of leadership that's missing. So when it comes to the first level of leadership, which is self-leadership, it's the hardest level of leadership because of the fact that the hardest person to lead is myself. Guys, I'm not immune to that. I am the hardest person to lead. It's easy for me to do these trainings and to read outlines and to go over information. It's so much easier to do that than it is to actually apply it to my life. That's where disciplines and habits come into play. So the thing about leadership is there's, there's three leadership abilities. One is the ability to lead people. Obviously, that's why you're a leader. The next is the ability to make your team or an organization grow. And the third and the most important part of leadership is your ability to influence people. Now, we've heard John Maxwell say it time and time again that leadership is nothing more than influence, influencing somebody to do something that without you, they may otherwise not be able to accomplish. So the first step in leadership, like we were talking about today, is leading yourself. So when you're leading yourself, you have to break it down into three steps. One, you have to decide who you are, which is almost the hardest part in itself. Two, you need to build on your strengths. And three, you need to develop a peaceful center. So when we're talking about, you know, deciding who you are, you have to live a life and, and lead and have courage to live in the world of leadership. You actually have to step outside of the normal, outside of the herd and start directing and leading a group of people. So that's automatically going to come with opposition. So you need to prepare yourself and be ready for those oppositions. Who you are and what you do as a leader speaks so much louder than what you say. See, there's a lot of mouthpieces out there that do a lot of talking, but nobody's really following them because of the fact that they're not doing what it is they say. They're not backing up the things that one, they're teaching, or the two, the things that they're saying. So they're just talking. A leader without any followers is just going on a walk. So today, make sure that what you're doing is aligning with what you're saying. Then the other thing is look inside yourself and find out what you are great at. What are you good at? What do you love to do? That will help you in learning and deciding more about who you are. You know, there's only one you. You are unique. 
and you are the only one in charge of your habits. You know, God created one of you, inserted you at this specific point in time, gave you a specific set of talents, and designed you for a specific purpose. There is no other version of that in the existence of time, past, present, or future. Once you realize and you hold on to that, you understand the power that you have to make an impact. So some questions that you should consider. You know, what are you passionate about? What do you enjoy doing? That will help you kind of guide you into where you should be in leadership. The next is, what do you think you should accomplish in life? Or what would you like to accomplish? What are your goals? What are the things that you've lined out? Do you have a dream board? What does that entail? And then here's something that you need to do. You need to do a strength finder test. So there's a couple ways to do this. You can actually do the strength finder test, which you can Google and find that. Another thing is writing down, you know, one to five things that you think are your strengths. And then going a step beyond that is ask some people that are positive towards you, not your negative uncle, your negative cousin, negative coworker, people that have your best interest at heart and ask them, what are your strengths? And then once you have that list, now the next thing to do is start building on those strengths. You know, a lot of times you hear people say you need to focus on, you know, building your weaknesses because those are your blind spots. Those are the things that uh, you need to develop and get better at. And it's kind of funny because going back to what John Maxwell says about leadership is, why would anybody want to have strong weaknesses? That means you're neglecting your strengths because you're spending time on the things that you're not good at when you should be multiplying and spending your time on the things that you're good at. Most people spend their time doing things that they're bad at. I, I am absolutely one of those guilty people that sometimes I find myself doing the things that I'm not really good at. And then you wonder why you get frustrated because you're not working in a strength. You're actually working from a place of weakness, a place of insecurity, which causes frustration and anger. So instead, find what you're good at and maximize that. You know, when you find ways to maximize your talent, you go from a one plus one scenario to a one plus one equals 1000. Because of the fact that when you're building and putting your strengths forward, there's something additional that happens in that math that otherwise wouldn't be there. So some questions to consider. Are you good without even trying something. That would kind of tell you something that you're strong at, something that you're gifted at. That would give you an idea of where your talents are. Next is, do you feel like you are boxed in? Like you are within a constraint that if they were just removed, you would be doing so much better. That also leads to you understanding what your strength is. Now, if you have those constraints, how can you play outside of that? How can you work outside of that? We talk about, you know, being outside of the box. Well, let's just imagine that the box doesn't exist. How can you get yourself to a point where you are working within those constraints, but also working 
outside of those constraints? Are you doing it on time that's available free to you to use your gifts and talents to build outside and around that? Because your job is not your life. Your job is something that you do. So when you start looking for ways to work in your calling, you will have a renewed sense of energy. And that is where your strengths actually lie. And then the next thing is, you know, developing a peaceful center. Life is a storm. Guys, we talk about it all the time. As a leader, there's rarely ever two consistent great days because you're the leader, all of the problems roll up to you. So you're the one that has to be at the center of creating the solutions. We all know that it's hard to win and it's hard to succeed, but the people that center their life and the people that have a place of foundation to come from are the ones that can weather the storm. The first step to developing a peaceful center and a foundation is to have a foundation of happy. Guys, you, you've heard us talk about this before. It, it's, it's the people that have happiness now, joy now, that look at the situations they're in optimistically that have the best chance of success. I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, if you're going to be a leader, you have to understand that you have to be an eternal optimist. You have to have joy overflowing. That doesn't mean that the hard things are going to come, but if you're waiting for circumstances to make you happy, you will never be happy because joy and happiness is a mindset. It's a frame of reference that comes from within. It's not something that comes from outside. When you act the way you want, and you start feeling that way, your feeling that way will start letting you go in the direction that you're trying to accomplish. Because when you think, you act. And when you act, you change your emotion. And when you change your emotion, what happens? It changes your thought. It's a cycle. It goes through from your thoughts to your actions, to your feelings, back to your thoughts. So when you change just one of those foundational pieces, it allows you to grow the other two. The second step to developing it is create a habit of mindfulness, of gratitude, uh, of quiet time. You know, the first part of your day should be quiet time because that allows you to center, that allows you to focus, that allows you to think, it allows you to communicate with your creator God will breathe life into you. He will calm down the things around you and build up the things within you. So the things that you should be asking yourself are, what circumstances or areas in your life that you're waiting to change in order to have happiness? See if you can start thinking and developing your happiness and your joy internally now and watch how the things that you're waiting for will tend to change. What kind of things are you holding on to? What is holding you back? Start eliminating those small things bit by bit and watch them fade away and the joy return. And then the, the next thing is, is how can you act on happiness today? And it's very, very simple. Do this one thing. Say something kind or nice or do an action for somebody other than yourself to bring them joy and watch what happens. 
So guys, today, learning about how to lead yourself, which is the hardest thing to do, you need to have these three things. You need to decide who you are, you need to build on your strengths, and you need to develop a peaceful center or a time of meditation, a quiet time to build yourself internally. So take these tips, apply them this week, and start watching how the things in the world and the people around you change when you change yourself first. Guys, go out and make it an amazing day, and I hope your week is as awesome as you are.